0: Fathom Events, Spectacast, Invincible Pictures and Smodco are thrilled to bring Kevin Smith's Yoga Hosers premiere party to select cinemas nationwide for a hilarious one-night event on Tuesday, August 30th. Join Kevin Smith and the cast of Yoga Hosers for this hilarious one-night event featuring the premiere of the film, plus behind-the-scenes footage, and an exclusive Q&A with Kevin Smith. Following the 2014 release of Tusk, Kevin Smith brings Harley Quinn Smith and Lily Rose Depp back to the big screen to reprise their roles in Smith's new feature, Yoga Hosers. 15-year-olds Colleen Collette and Colleen McKenzie are on their smartphones constantly, sing in a small band, and take yoga classes. The girls will do just about anything to receive an invitation to a senior Party, but when they discover the leader of a Nazi splinter group has been raising an army of monsters beneath the store where they work, the teens team up with a legendary manhunter to stop the world threatening uprising. Join the Colleen Coalition and get your tickets today for Kevin Smith's Yoga Hosers Premier Party, Tuesday, August 30th. Don't miss this one night event. Go to CSMOD.com for tickets. 223
1: With clever meme, with funny tweet. I'll never leave
0: my office
1: seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to Netheads, all right? You've got to
2: throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. so When you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate.
0: <laughs>
1: up i pull it down a little bit and i say hey everybody welcome to another edition of it heads my name is will and i'm trent uh thank you for uh taking the time to join us this fine uh monday if you're listening live
2: monday monday na 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 na
1: you know what i love about this this setup is uh, for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, welcome uh, here on Netheads. We do a lot of weird things.
0: Yeah.
1: we we don't for I, well possibly you do, <laughs> but uh, yeah. but no. What I'm talking about here is it, for a podcast we make yeah. things um relatively overcomplicated.
2: Oh, way way more complicated than it has to be.
1: Right, but the reason why is because uh, for some reason we enjoy the live experience. I don't yeah, know, yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, and it's, the other, it's,
2: it's our it's our niche, so to speak, our niche.
1: Yeah, and in an attempt to be a multi-platform media solution. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but God, I love the sound of it.
2: It sounds it sounds like it's coming straight out of Palo Alto, my there, friend.
1: Exactly, buddy. We are wired gigabits upon trigabits. Yeah, wait, are are trigabits a thing now? I don't know, but uh, I. I, I not until we get to the tekaheka hydric bits, do I. That's care. we'll
2: get there. We'll get to heka soon. Uh,
1: for some reason, we also do video. And the thing that cracks me up is that uh, I have this HD camera. Uh, it's a webcam. I have this uh, souped-up uh, six-core processor PC. Zoom. And one thing we can't do for the life of us, no matter what, is actually get this goddamn thing to have my, uh, my audio and my video sync at the same time.
2: Yeah, it's, we, we don't, the science has not, technology has not caught up to science in that avenue, I don't think.
1: Well, and the reason why I love it is because I've got all this stuff, and God only knows what you're running, but, but every single week, without a hitch, uh-huh. you look and sound perfect. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, buddy. Thank just you. Just like, you know. Hey, by the way, uh, for those of you uh, that uh, may have also heard me giggling like a little schoolgirl at the beginning of the episode, uh, if you'd like <laughs> to say, uh, we, we <laughs> That was me. That was me just now. To clarify. Uh, we actually accidentally last week did something that I really... It, it's funny when you get this long in the tooth, Trent. And I'm not yeah. talking about age. Uh, no. Congratulations. I don't know how... Uh, the hell you have done two hundred plus podcasts with me.
2: Yeah, uh, dude.
1: C- congratulations on that. Uh, I think the only other person on you on on being there for all of them. Ah, well, you know,
2: I I get you know what I I have had the benefit to be like me me I'm a piece of shit. I'm not going to do it this week. Fuck
1: you, piece of shit. No, I don't say that. Wow, that's <laughs> funny. I thought you were talking what goes on in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fuck kidding. Actually, yeah, no, as- <laughs> but but
2: that's just like like I like I, when I I have the benefit of like of like getting a bye once in a while. You don't.
1: Well, not if I want and and I got to tell you, I don't understand. I I've said this before, and uh undoubtedly I will say it again. If anything having uh my father uh be the kind of person that as he got older told the same stories over and over, sure. I have seen my future. Oh, and that's yeah. what it is. For
2: sure, dude. Yeah.
1: So I, uh, I, I, I know I am repetitive, uh, but you know, if I've said it once, I will say it again. I don't know what drives me to do this, <laughs> uh, but whatever it is, there are times when, like you know, like even yesterday, uh, uh, you know, uh, we're coming in on a Monday. Uh, for yeah. those that don't know, if you're listening to this after the fact, by the way, if you want to take part in the program, you can. One of make different ways. One of them, Trent. They call it Twitter. Uh, how do they do that?
2: So easy. You can be just like one of our very best friends. Whom I've met in person, that fracking cat who says "Good evening," hashtag netheads! Exclamation
1: point. You know who else is there? That would be Z Digital Thirteen on Twitter oh. saying, "Grab the closest Captain America thing you Love. have."
2: Love. Oh shit. Uh, uh, it's it's a cro- It's it's just out of reach. You might just be able to see it
1: though. Oh, I do. Uh, yes,
2: you can. I think you can see it. There's a there's a Captain America bust on the shelf right there.
1: See, and the thing is, uh, yes, you can't see- in superhero uh, parlance, we often hear this thing about which one is the mask and which one is the hero, yes, um, or which one's the person. And yeah. uh, you said the Captain America, and I was going to say it was the Steve Rogers bust. Sure, yeah, because in my mind, uh, Captain America is an ideal, but Steve Rogers Correct. really is.
2: That is true. Yeah, that is that is that is a cl- that is a classic Captain America bust. You know, and we've seen Steve Rogers. Don many, a, well, not many, but different titles in the past. And mm-hmm. we've seen other people don the title of Captain America who is not Steve Rogers.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, you know, yeah. I, but that no, particular true. is a Steve Rogers Captain yes. America. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, well, I think it is. Uh, so, anyway, I mean, yeah. Maybe. Depends on, you know, what universe we're into. Could, I, could, could be, you know, I don't know, somebody else.
1: Are we in the 616? What that's up?
2: I, Dude, that's my universe, is the 616.
1: There you are, right up, right, right there with you, buddy. Right there yep. with you. I know, dude. I know. <laughs> By the way, uh, if you are listening live, sorry. Uh, but also you could also give us a call if you wanted uh via Skype uh, is one of the ways you can do that. Uh or uh, that's netheads on air, or you can just call us 866-610-9455. Yeah. Last but not least, yakbet 9020. So um <laughs> 9020. You, you know, I gotta tell you, man. You have been so musical lately,
2: dude. I, I love jingles. You well, just have a,
1: you have a song in your heart. Trent. I just Don't always like,
2: I'm always making up songs for the dog and uh, my my intern in my office. I like, you know, this is gonna sound creepy, but I make up songs to her.
1: Mm. Basically,
2: just songs using her name. Mm. Yeah, that sounds weird.
1: I'm just saying HR may get involved.
2: Yeah, I I may. I should probably stop that.
1: (laughs) Well, it depends on the nature of the song, you know. If it's just like, and I'm, and forgive me, but I live in California, so I'm just gonna say her name is Ashley. Yeah. Uh, I'm also apparently genderizing. Kelly. Yeah. Oh wow! Look at that. Yeah. Uh, So you know, but I could just see it. You know, if you if you're having a down moment or you've uh, you're stuck in a thought, and then you're like, uh, Kelly's reaching for her stapler.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I do that or, kind of thing around the kitchen and drive yeah, the whole oh, family insane all the
2: time, dude. Yeah. Or sometimes I I my go-to my go-to uh jingle or my my go-to melody is Desperado.
1: Desp but the you but you throw in uh, yeah, whatever name, else you want with it. Yeah, her name. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, it's great, dude. And you can and you can riff on that for a while.
1: You know it'd be really awesome is if her last name was something like Prado. So that way you could just oh. be like Kelly Prado. Oh, I wish. Why won't you process your inbox? Yes. And I don't know what. Rhymes and then you with box. come up with
2: something that rhymes with box, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's appropriate. That's appropriate. Why,
1: that's that's appropriate. <laughs> not. Oh, I see what you did Hello. there again. <laughs> Set lobby match, my friend. Well played. Well played. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I was listening the other day because I think in the last couple uh, episodes of Hollywood Babylon. One of the things that's come up because, of course, uh, apparently we're the tech podcast that talks about other podcasts on the same network. That's and what that's, we do. Okay. And it, you know, I think so. I don't see anything wrong with it. Uh, Yeah. My whole point being uh, is that uh, the guy whose site we are benefiting from, oh, oh, no, that guy. During the uh, like the email segment or something, people will thank them to be their inspiration for starting their own podcast. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, All the
1: time. And Kevin will ask for the name and how many they've done. And it'll be like 12. And he's like, did you really think you would like just sit around and talk with friends for 12 times? Ever. And I can't really believe that we've done this. I mean, because uh, there was a show before this. Uh, it was, I, I, pardon me, the Parlant show can grate on some people's nerves. Uh, there was a podcast <laughs> before this podcast. Yes. Uh, we are obviously uh, mass casting in many different ways, but primarily a podcast. Before this, there was Radio Askew, where we Radio uh,
2: Askew. And where, that's an
1: actual jingle. That was beautiful. Latin radio
2: skew yeah there that was one of the like the intro though the guy on the guitar he's like radio skew
1: yeah actually that when that was uh darren and i always screw up a uh, uh, it's uh millard like mallard i think okay so yeah. darren millard i hope i got it right yeah uh he was the one who did that and boy did i i love that for the longest time um but uh, the point being is that i think that means that i i can safely say without a doubt, regardless of appearances and non-appearances by you, Trent. I'm relatively certain you've done at least 250 podcasts Between the two. With me. Good lord. I know, right? The only other person that's put in this kind of time with me is my wife.
2: Well, I and, and I mean, she wins. Huh? Like This isn't like a
1: competition. Oh, no. I'm not saying you know it's I a mean? competition. <laughs> I, maybe both of you should have your heads checked is all I'm thinking. <laughs> But thank you for that, Trent. I always yeah. appreciate it because the, yeah. the one thing about this, uh, and I, th- I think this should really be said for anybody that's sitting around trying to do a podcast uh, with somebody they know, uh, I don't do this podcast for the sake of just doing it. My primary drive is I enjoy talking to you week after week, right? Um, which is weird because this isn't the way we started. So yeah. uh, But you know, it just goes to show that through circumstances you can find friends the way you'd never expect to. Uh, Dude, and, it's so true and speaking of which trent i hope uh, and pray that it works out to where uh the upcoming salt lake comic-con oh buddy which by the way uh they just dropped some really big news oh
2: my gosh did they ever
1: now the uh, salt lake comic-con for those of you that don't know uh one of the fastest growing uh comic-cons uh in the country Yes. Which, But, you know, I'm starting to wonder if uh, almost all of them can claim that at a certain point now.
2: <laughs> They're all hopped up on, on Quaaludes. I mean, at uh, bends at this point.
1: Well, I think there's a reason why um, shows like Comic Book Men and Geeking Out yep. are, are performing the way they are Absolutely. on AMC. Yep. Uh, we have this... It, it's... It, and, and I mainly attribute this, I think, to the Marvel films, really. Uh, we are living in an era where uh, the this is our time. I guess that's the best way to put it. Yeah. There's become oh, yeah. a larger uh, public awareness and acceptance of, uh, let's just, for lack of a better term, call it nerd culture. Yeah, oh, absolutely.
2: And, and a, a, a resurgence, well, not even a resurgence, but finally I feel like it's, for the masses, I'm not talking about high schoolers and stuff like that, but for the masses, it's cool to like what you like. And, yeah. And the internet has made the world so small
1: that you can find other people who like what you like. Yeah. And in some cases, I think that's very beneficial. I'm sure in others, it's really not. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I get that like, you know, well, anyway, it just, uh, let's just say there's dark parts of the internet as well. But in this case, uh, for particular tastes and everything else, it blends really well, you know, but like, I think, uh, in Connecticut just had Terrificon, yes, uh, uh, which by the way, awesome name for a comic con, right? Well, I, I I would say it's tremendous. I would say it's true. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. I I was going to, and then I didn't. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it's true. And no, it just came. (laughs) Alright, fine. Clearly, one of us is smarter on a Monday than the other person. Uh, I still want to get back to trying to rap about your intern. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the Salt Lake Comic Con, uh, for those that don't know, is uh, in Salt Lake. I know, it's yes. a stretch. Uh, yeah. But the other interesting thing about it is it's a three-day con. Uh, which, uh, I I don't know many others that venture into this kind of territory. Right, yeah. Uh, but the reason why is uh, also it's in utah sunday is god's day folks yeah, so it like, yep. is not happening on a sunday it, it, which i don't know to to me it's kind of weird because i would think
2: that you would you would buy, you would get a, mar, a a group of people that you wouldn't normally catch into cuz you've either got to take work off friday or thursday or the masses on saturday that is just a s- literal sea of people mhm it's massive um but yeah that's that's just that's utah culture man doesn't happen on sunday
1: yeah so in that case where most cons you'd have a friday saturday and sunday with this one they have a thursday friday saturday yeah so still three days but now you're cutting into the work week not one day but two and i mean notoriously speaking just for any con it's the same thing for like friday versus uh saturday and sunday uh the first day of the con is your is your slowest, let's say. Yeah, and uh, for Salt Lake Comic Con, I, I would imagine it's even. And I don't want to use the term "worse" so much, but for now, let's just say "worse." Yeah, uh, it's even worse <laughs> that it's it's cutting into Thursday. So now you're either asking people to take uh the weekend off or uh, two days they're having to take a four-day weekend is what i'm getting it yeah you know are they gonna take thursday and friday off or are they just gonna take friday off you work the math i'm sure you see the way the odds go the salt lake comic con though got something really freaking cool for their yep. slowest day Thursday yep. Thursday and what is that trend well I don't know I
2: don't know what deal they signed with Lucifer herself but the only Comic Con appearance in 2016. The for, only Comic Con well, appearance yes. in and
1: 2016.
2: The, for the one and only. I mean, some people might know him as as the Joker, and others might know him as Luke Skywalker. I know but, him as the, that kid from <laughs>
1: Corvette Summer. Wait, what is Corvette Summer? Oh, you don't know about this? No. It's a If memory serves, and I could be a little off, for a cra- class project, they rebuild a Corvette. The Corvette gets stolen, and Mark Hamill is determined to get it back. Mm-hmm. And in his adventures in trying to get the car back, he hooks up with a prostitute, and that's yeah. all I remember. So it's, so, it's, so it's got a little risky business thing little going bit, on. A yeah. little bit, and it was yeah. called Corvette Summer. And that was, I think, one of the last movies that he did with his original face. Damn, I'm going to have to check that out. Because uh, for those that don't know, Mark Hamill got into a bad, I think, uh, car accident. Car
0: accident, yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh,
1: and that's the reason why he's attacked by the Bantha in the beginning of Empire yep. Strikes Back. And if I literally just got that creature's name correct, I am telling you right now that was strictly muscle memory from when I was 12 or 13 years old.
2: Is, or is it a Wampa?
1: No. Is it the Wampa?
2: I think it might be a Wampa.
1: Okay, that makes me feel better then. Somewhat. Because I think know?
2: the Bantha is in the pit. Of in Return of the Jedi,
1: no, that's the Sarlacc pit. That's a,
2: no, no, the, the in the in the dungeon pit.
1: Oh, okay. I think no, I don't, I don't know. Think so oh, now, man, now, now we're getting oh, into an exceptionally crap. bad area because we've actually oh. gotten to rem- we got to see which one of us is going to flinch first and say rancor, which is me. Sorry, oh,
2: shit. Yeah, yep. No, you're right.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, that was wow. that.
2: I think Bantha is a Bantha what the sand people ride. It could be. I, I think that's a Bantha. I I, I, oh, I okay. if 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 Brian Young were listening right now, he would he would no longer let me be associated with big shiny <laughs> big Tiny robot. Oh, that's sad. No, what's uh, sadder is yes, the last name yes, of the podcast. The, ban- the Bantha is the thing that the sand people or the the Sam people ride, yes.
1: Single file so they can hide their numbers. So
2: they can hide their numbers, exactly.
1: Yeah, so folks, if you didn't plan on going to see the Salt Lake Comic Con. Uh, and or you found yourself on a Thursday looking for something to do in the Salt Lake area. Yeah. 20,000 available seats, I think. Dude, the- this,
2: this is what's knuck and futz, right? So, like, the, where the jazz play used to be the Delta Center, then it was something else, now it's something else again. It'll always be the Delta Center to me. Um, so, where, where the jazz play, uh, there's nothing going on that day. And it's literally just across the block like it's one block away from where from the Salt Palaces, which is where they're playing or where, where they're having Comic Con, and normally to get into the ballroom, there's there's a limited amount of seats, right? So like when the Comic Con or when Comic Book Man are going on Friday, um, at seven o'clock, there's only going to be a number of seats, and people will have to line up to to secure you know their their seats for the you know as they're waiting for the next one to end or
1: whatever. What Just about like noon, Hall H or anything else. What about noon uh, Saturday?
2: Uh you mean five it's on saturday what yeah five on saturday
1: oh we're five on saturday now yeah
2: five on saturday oh Um, okay but but same thing limited seating right right even 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 less seating than there would be right okay fair enough the anyone who has a ticket for thursday anyone gets to go into the delta center literal stadium seating arena seating And, like, have, like, a one-on-one, an experience with with Mark Hamill, dude. I fucking, I cannot believe it. It's so cool.
1: I think the coolest thing about that, actually, is the fact that um, Mark Hamill himself is such an amazing, uh, not only storyteller, but person of extreme geek cred. And I don't just mean because he's Luke Skywalker. It doesn't hurt. This guy knows more about comic books than you've probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's forgotten more about comic books than you even know. Trent. That
2: I could, that I could ever hope to know. Yeah. And it's, it's so interesting because you know, in, in, in the last, you know, 20 years of his, of his career, he's been so focused on voice acting and he truly takes, you know, acting into the voice acting. You know what I mean? If you ever see videos of him when he's doing, um, you know, uh, skips in, in, um, uh, regular show or if he's you know doing an, the joker any of the, the the stuff he does on a regular basis he is I mean he's full into the, like the action and moving and like he's he's fucking acting man he becomes that character so that doesn't surprise me at all about the comic books I mean I can't think of a better expert on the Joker than him.
1: I, I love it. I mean, I I think the thing that blew me away the most was when I found out that that Joker voice that I loved was Mark Hamill. I'm like, wait a second, what?
2: Yeah, I know, right? Like like when you realize that, it's like whole, no effing way. And then you're like looking it up and trying to figure out, did he do it all? What once hasn't he done? What? I don't understand.
1: You know, I recently saw him uh, give a reading as his Joker. I think oh, I think it was uh, from part of the killing joke. Fuck me, dude, I would love that. And uh and it, well, it was uh, it, on the internet, so I think you can find it too. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. But you're right. Uh, during that, you see, there's a literal physical transformation that occurs. See, the, you there, just there, see there, him.
2: There, you see it come over him. Yes. Oh, as, shit.
1: As a matter of fact, uh, if I if I recall correctly, it's almost as though his his hands are are in some way channeling and drawing in the character it seems like he's always <sighs> gripping it and pulling it towards it. that's just me uh but there is a, a definite physical thing that definitely something i'm completely unfamiliar with
2: yeah oh my can you oh man anyway
1: but, but yeah, so, yeah. I, how did they pull that or you know what it's just probably the guy is shooting so much stuff now this is like the only weekend he <laughs> it didn't worked
2: book. out yeah seriously like i don't know how but good god they did it man
1: yeah, a lot of interest. the comic book men, like you said, they're going to be there as well. Yeah, yeah, Fans comic book men are going
2: to be there. Um, A bunch of people from the
1: Vampire Diaries are going to be there. And and I hear telltale of a live appearance of, of uh, NetHeads. Yeah, like a, a live episode, if you will. Saturday, 5 p.m., folks, room 250, A. A, not B, A. That's not just like a hotel room. That's going to be so sad if they're like, okay, no, and then you're no. like a little executive <laughs> desk, and they've got one chair. They've they've
2: they've got us in like the Holiday Inn Express's um, office place. <laughs>
1: and they, uh, excuse me, sir. That's referred to as the executive suite.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, um. No, you you can't connect to the internet unless you have a
1: room, sir. I'm sorry. You have to slide your key. Slide your key. <laughs> No, you can't podcast without that key. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, But uh, so that may be happening. Yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Not Mark Hamill cool, but cool. No.
2: Yeah. I mean, it'll never be Mark Hamill cool, but
1: also you've got um, the Shatner's going to be there. The Shat? The Shat's going to be there, dude. That's pretty insane. And that is just uh, we're only two weekends away from that. Um, I've heard tell that Marv Wolfman's going to be there the uh, wolfman
2: yeah. himself yeah, yeah we're, we're we're yeah dude the 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 guy that that uh created the teen titans as you know and love them um i'm trying to think uh let's look at guests right here oh uh if ming somewhere you can always throw a stone and hit michael rooker too <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's taking a lot of pictures with the rook, hasn't he?
2: <laughs> so he's gonna be there. Um who else is gonna see here? Oh, da, 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 da. Um Manu Bennett. Oh, oh my hell, how did I forget this one? John Cena.
1: Dude, seriously. Yeah, John um, Cena is going to be there. I think the way I, I like, once again, sorry, we're doing a big commercial for the Salt Lake Comic Con, but uh, I love the way that they introduced the fact that they were bringing him in uh, on a Facebook post because they ran that video that was uh, he did for a group for the 4th of July.
0: Yes, dude. Where it,
1: it talked about the importance of diversity, and they even said they understand fandom comes in many shapes and sizes, and wrestling is one of them, which you know. Yep. Absolutely, man. Which, by the yeah. way, I have to apologize, uh, sir, because uh, the other day on Twitter on Sunday, before we had a chance to communicate, yeah, I jokingly speculated around one o'clock that um, <laughs> that you uh, I hadn't heard from you, and I realized it was SummerSlam. So, did anyone want to start a pool about us doing <laughs> a show? <laughs> And I apologize. You actually had a family event. That's funny. Yeah, no,
2: but but I that that's not to say I haven't almost watched all of SummerSlam
1: already. Oh well, that's good. You
2: know what I mean. I've still got the last two matches to watch, so I'll, I'll go in from there. Um, I'm not. I don't. I don't see if uh, Cena is doing an actual um, uh, like panel or anything. Or if he's
1: just doing a photo op. Well, you he know. Is, Yeah, he's
2: doing photo ops on Thursday and Friday.
1: Um. You know, that's one of the cool things too though about going to a con is where you $100. do 100 dollars Whoa, hello.
2: <laughs> and for a photo op, uh you need to sign up in the lottery. In the lottery? Yeah. So there's a photo op lottery, and then if you get selected, you can you can pay your money and have the and have the photo op.
1: Oh, how much you want to bet though? You gotta pay for the lottery in advance. And then and then, then, and then reinfo- you, well that
2: would be the smart way to do it. And then you get reimbursed if you didn't get it.
1: Well, I was just thinking that's the way I would run it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah,
1: because you know why? Why the last thing you want to do is like, okay, B twenty eight. What do you mean you can't pay?
2: <laughs> yeah, right. No, seriously, it's like bullshit. Not not happening then. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, guess what?
1: Go go with God. Get out of my face.
2: <laughs> By the way, I, oh, I, I am stoked. Robert England's gonna be there.
1: Uh, Dean Freddy Krueger himself. Freddy Krueger himself. Yeah, man. How old is he? Because. Oh, gosh, he he wasn't young when he was Freddy Krueger. Well, that's what I was thinking. By the way, uh, I got to tell you, Trent, um, uh, being uh, one uh, of the people that does like to go to cons and stuff, uh, I don't know if you have an Amazon Prime membership. I do. Uh, Well, as you know, uh, Amazon has a certain model. Uh, that they have for uh, the way they take things to network uh, per se uh, okay, they'll commission a pilot uh, they put up the pilots for the viewing public to see and then I guess people vote in the show that wins. I don't know oh, okay. I don't know if they vote them can vote them all in or if it's a a plus and a minus here yeah uh, but one of those that just went up uh, that I watched this past weekend while I was sitting around praying that my left arm would just fall off um, <clears throat> still got the pain that's what that's about. Ugh. Uh, I uh, one of the things I did was I watched The Tick, which is the new pilot. Oh, the new pilot. With uh, Peter Serafinowicz in the in the titular role. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I got to say, that's up, and you can watch it. Uh, and the reason why that suddenly popped into my mind is because we were talking about Freddy Krueger, and then a few weeks ago, I couldn't re- remember the name of Jackie Earl Haley. And so... Uh, Jackie Earl Haley. It turns out I wasn't aware of this. He's part of that episode, of that uh, pilot of The Tick. Oh, okay. Uh, he plays the Terror, I believe. Uh, but you know, I've just been blown uh, recently. He's been making some very interesting acting choices. Jackie Earl Haley, for those that don't know, uh been in the business for a long time. He was like in the bad news bears and several other movies from my youth. Uh, then he went away for a little while. And then, uh, part of his resurgence involved Zack Snyder's watchman playing, uh, Rorschach. Yeah. So, uh, He's taken a lot of interesting roles, and in, uh, recently on AMC's Preacher, uh, he was uh, part of of that, uh, playing a very interesting character. Do you
2: know what character he played? I can uh, look it up.
1: Yeah, it's not one that was, uh, I think, uh, part of canon that you would consider from the comics. Oh,
2: sure. Okay, okay.
1: Uh, and it was also a unique name, so it's not popping into my head. But uh the character choice there was interesting. And then in the tick, I believe he's playing the terror, and once again, uh just interesting choices. Uh I'm starting to think there isn't anything Jackie Earl Haley can do lately that I don't like.
0: (laughs) I guess unless he slept with my wife.
2: Well, (laughs) you know, she you know, I'm just saying, and might someone might enjoy it. Um he has an interesting look, too. Do you know what I mean? To where and it's credit to him that he can take on these different roles because he has such an interesting look that it would be very easy for him to only get uh, character roles. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's it's funny you
1: mentioned that it, because in AMC, one of the things that they kind of employed on that, that the character often had was actually like, I don't want to say coke bottle thick glasses, but they did employ awkward looking glasses. Oh really? Because you know, it's a subtle change to be yeah. able because he really does. He has a very unique face. He does, absolutely. Kind of the kind of like a, like Tom Petty has a very yeah, unique like, face. Like
2: like like he would he would if you were going just off appearance, he would be the perfect vulture in Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, very good definitely yeah. um so uh but you know as the terror uh that uh involved a lot of makeup and it was I, i'm at first i i saw the eyes and i'm like wait a second is that and then i heard the voice and i'm like i'm pretty sure that's, that's him yep that's him uh by the way those are officially only the two actors that i can name from the show uh <laughs> fair enough fair enough and they're two of the harder ones to remember so
2: i i think you win that round
1: yeah, I don't know who's playing Arthur, but we did get to see Arthur's costume in this. Oh, nice. Uh, the one thing I will say about this version of The Tick, and I and I felt this, too, even when I saw the pictures of the uh, costume, I, I was I, I don't know if it's because I'm so used to the cartoon image and the, uh, the earlier attempt at a live-action show of The Tick, uh, also, uh, which featured Patrick Warburton, had a very polished look to the costume it did yeah and, and this one instead actually has a very uh, I guess I, the best way to put it would be kind of like insect texture to it oh you know there's bumps and ridges and it's lines and stuff. well not really not the little pokey creepy hairs but <laughs> but he did you know he did have antennas that did articulate so that was good
2: that. that's important
1: not as much as Patrick Warburton's did I I swear they had an individual puppeteer for each antenna on that show <laughs> I know <laughs> They we're all over the place. You know what I really love by the way is that I think we've been talking now for almost 40 minutes about nothing, nothing at, yeah. whatsoever
2: Yeah, stuff we like. Welcome to Netheads. We're gonna talk about stuff we
1: like. Well, we can talk about I can I can speak <laughs> by the way, if you do follow along with hashtag netheads uh, you can go back to uh, that fracking cat who you mentioned earlier who shared that that actual uh, dramatic reading of Mark Hamill, which I can I can share the oh audio gosh, with you right totally now if you cool. wanted Trent.
2: Uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to ruin someone else's IP, you know?
1: Uh good point. Yeah. But, I mean, but I tell you I, I what, I don't get it, but good point.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it out.
1: Yeah. There you go. Uh, anyway, uh, so but the tick, I, I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, I think it needs some improvement. Oh, uh, Odin Quinn cannon was the name of his character on preacher.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't, re- yeah, that, that must be from a different, uh, telling, but, well, I, different characters as as from the comic.
1: Well, if you look at the comic, uh, which I never have, but from what I understand, basically the first season of Preacher is more like a prequel to the comics. Uh, oh, because, okay. Because uh, by the end of the series, uh, just like I it, like in the comic, I know that his church was laid waste. So I will yeah, oh, yeah. say cool. that, yeah. By the end of the first season, that definitely has happened. Um, so uh yeah and but that remember earlier, I mentioned uh Earl Haley's character was the one that was in charge of the meat and power company, oh, which right, yeah, yeah, which I didn't pick up on until the very last episode. The reason why they're able to the meat and power company, yeah, is because I believe all of the the power, much like in Thunderdome, comes from methane
2: from, I was gonna say is 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 methane produced,
1: yes, so yeah. You got, got a bunch of cow shit. Let's yep. make some power. Gosh, dude. Uh. <laughs> Not to mention meat slurry and whatever else they threw in there. But anyway, uh, so uh, The Tick, I'm interested to see more. I, I haven't. There's another one on there, too, Trent, that I think you might like, uh, and that would be uh, Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Wait, what? I'm going to tell you right now, this is a very meta show.
2: Oh, Bear but- with me. Uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm here, dude. I'm all the way here.
1: Jean Claude Van Damme, as we know him, action star. Yeah. From the late eighties, into the nineties.
2: American kickboxer, man.
1: Exactly. A uh, uh, universal soldier. Yes. Hard target. Time uh, cop.
2: Dude, I fucking I was a fan during back in the day, dude. I was a I,
1: fan. Look, I'll be honest. I even saw JCVD. I'm a fan. So, <laughs> but here's the premise of the show. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme is making his comeback. However, there is not really any Jean-Claude Van Damme. There is Jean-Claude Van Johnson, international spy okay. and espionage specialist okay, who has created and uses the movie star persona of Jean-Claude Van Damme to conduct his clandestine operations. As the real life Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Exactly. Holy no, as John Jean, as Jean-Claude Van De- Yeah, yes. Yeah. Espionage yeah, is Johnson. Fake movie star is Von Dom. Well, but I mean he's a movie star. That is fucking brilliant, dude.
2: Oh my and, hell, and, that's such a good idea.
1: And they play it completely. I guess the best way to describe it is they play it completely meta. Yeah, it's just it totally straight, right? Like <laughs> exactly.
2: Oh gosh, dude.
1: And so much so that, like, one of the jokes oh. is, is, like, where he's like, oh, I, I don't know if I can get back into this business. You know, I'm so out of shape. And, of course, he's Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, he's so just,
0: freaking beautiful.
1: yeah, he's just cut from Jesus's wood or whatever the term is. God, cut from God's own wood. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Let me rephrase that, too. Yeah, that's, uh, huh, okay. Never mind. There's, just, there's no good way term. to do it. I like it, though. It's fun. Uh, by the way ryan sorry i didn't mean to miss your calls i didn't even realize the skype was going off so if you want to talk about technology though trent one of the things uh that i've got of course that we've talked about is that i'm on the project fee right i'm on the five Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm high, I'm on, high the five. on the five bow, 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 bow. which by the way i got to tell I'm you on the working from home uh now so now that i'm home a lot another way that i love uh, for those that don't know project fi is the hybrid Google uh, phone service, mobile service. Uh, And the cool thing about it is that as long as you're on Wi-Fi, it'll utilize the VoIP features for phone calls and everything else. Yeah. And you only pay for the, you pay a $20 uh, network fee, and then you just pay for the gigs that you use. So for the past two months, Trent, my phone bill has totaled, combined, $51.
2: Fuck me. And that's everyone, right?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if you're if I were out and about in the wild using up data and stuff, it would be a different story, you know. But I've yeah, had- you,
2: you work from home.
1: Yeah, and, and the times that like I think they pre-bill me at five gigs, but then I basically get a refund or a credit. But, for whatever automated. you don't use. So Good that's how Lord. yeah, exactly. But that's not what I'm talking about though. The cool thing too about it, this is one of the things that and I gotta tell you, Trent, uh, when it when you're comparing Apple to Android. This is one of the ways that that the Android market is suffering, if you want to call it that, uh, folks. I got to tell you, I've seen the the mobile operating system numbers, so I'm just gonna say that you know it. You may think Apple's really dominant, but anyway, uh, the cool thing about it that uh, I get to experience is my phone is is a Google phone right? Yeah. This is not, it's not a, uh, at and phone. It's not the same Samsung Galaxy sold by T-Mobile and it's key to that. This is just a Google phone. So I've already got the latest version of the Apple, uh, or pardon me, of the Android operating system, uh, codenamed or, or named Nougat. Okay. I've, okay. I've already, I've already got it on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Now other people Uh, that uh, may have an Android when you don't have one that's one of the Nexus ones. Because I think Nexus holders uh, get to enjoy this benefit too. Uh, You have to wait until the carrier gets the operating system and does whatever they're going to do to tweak it for use on their devices, and then eventually it may get distributed to your phone. Uh, But they just released this today, and I've got it today. And I got to tell you, man... this phone, it just, it rips now. And the, oh. the, and the, uh, the, the UI has really been cleaned up a lot. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. So, like, the pull-down status alerts, uh, they, they, they're a little more, you know, one thing I've noticed, and I don't know why this is happening in the operating system world and in the mobile world, uh, but there's been a real whitewashing that's been going on for years now started with Apple and iTunes, then it worked its way over into the Microsoft Office products, then it worked its way into Windows, and, and now this is the same way. All the statuses come across, they're just very pale. There's a dividing right, yeah. line, uh, but it's not trying to be personalized and, and hokey. Now they're just all within a nice dedicated piece of, of of property, just like one strip of information for every update you have or or status alert. And uh, they have made it easier just to tap on and respond to, like, messages straight from just that one alert where
0: item. Wherever you're at, yeah. Uh,
1: and, let's uh, see, they've it once again evolved the uh, battery equation, so I'll, I'll especially let you know on that one. One thing I have found... That's awesome, I, dude. You do have to be careful about some of the uh, apps that you do run. Uh, like, I, we have a... God, I just sound like such white-privileged asshole. But... Uh, <laughs> We, we've got the Harmony uh, remote hub in the family, li- yeah. uh, family room. Yeah. Excuse me. And what this thing does is they give you a very uh, basic remote that they provide you with. But the idea is that you're going to use the app and your phone on your Wi-Fi or your tablet or whatever. And you'll use your, your portable device instead as your remote control. And you know, it's one of those ones where it's a smart one. So you can set up viewing the TV, viewing the Blu ray. And instead of having to like press input here and do this and do that, the remote does it all for you. Yeah. But if that app is running and I'm phone uh, and I've been home, I think that there's a certain bit of communication that's continuously going on because uh, my battery was draining so goddamn fast. And I think I finally put in the connection that it was the Harmony Remote app Uh, doing. Yeah. It, you do you do have to I I hate to say you know it they've already told us that there's no point in closing all of your apps that's not going to save your battery or anything else yeah. The,
2: yeah because because it's yeah that's it's not that's not that's not draining the power
1: no but but in the case of other things like Bluetooth connections and that kind of
2: crap oh, yeah well, searching for Wi-Fi we're not connected to Wi-Fi
1: well and I gotta say that the um that in this case as well I, I think that that app is probably continuously doing a heartbeat to the remote
2: yeah.
1: or to the hub. Uh, because oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Case yeah. in point, I've been on battery power all day, and actually it's been really good. I've had that app running for an hour and a half and now I'm at 50%. God
2: damn Oh, it. nice.
1: That's not bad, but still, man. Come on. I want yeah. my phone to be fully powered at all times. Is but, that too I much mean, to ask?
2: But, I mean, you are at home, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> By the
2: you're, 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 the savings you'll make up in your phone bill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, you know where I'm not making up the savings is the fact that the kitchen is uh, just a hop, skip, and a jumper in the corner.
2: Oh gosh, dude, I I tell you what, I well, I don't have the stress of running in the comic book shop anymore. I am I am gaining the weight, sitting down all the time now.
1: Oh god, I know. Doesn't I've, that just dude, suck?
2: i i I now get up an hour early to walk to work. You know, you know what?
1: I should do though. oh
2: yeah you. You do walk to work, Will. You walk downstairs.
1: Yes, that's what I do. Sometimes <laughs> you Prince, walk past the kitchen. <laughs> sometimes I gotta go to the water closet, but other than that,
2: oh my gosh!
1: I actually no, I don't walk by. I do walk by. I walk through the hallway that can lead to the kitchen, but I just kind of walk into here. This is a I, this is really becoming scarily man cave-ish in here.
2: Like, <laughs> hey, like, I, I see, I see a no problem with that.
1: I I really think I need to start out and getting more sunlight, maybe going for a walk here or there.
2: Once in a while, you know, get some either that or start drinking more whole milk.
1: (laughs) Right. That's and walk the dogs. By the way, I don't know for those that uh, that uh, um, I got to stop saying for those that uh, I got to I always find it funny that uh, certain people embrace certain technologies early. Right. One of the things that's kind of been surprising for me throughout his career has been Kevin Smith doing that. But he's always been, I think, whether consciously or subconsciously, he's been very tuned to his marketability. Yeah. Excuse me. And early on, he learned that, that the Internet was a very valuable way in order to communicate to the people that enjoy what he does and, and to further uh, stimulate an and income and, and interest and, and uh, everything else through interaction. Uh, first, he right. had a, a very basic web board. Uh, then uh, he started using Facebook more, found Twitter, and boy, oh, boy, did he fall in oh, love man, with that. that.
2: That that was his jam.
1: And then uh, there were some live YouTube events. There's yep. the YouTube channels. And uh, there was a very interesting event that uh, partially we both alluded to just now, and, and I found this interesting. He's been very uh, fond of Facebook alive lately, it seems. Yeah. And there was a day where he took uh, people that could have caught him live, and you can see it after the fact as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he he took us on a walk with he and the dogs. Uh huh. And not only did he do that, not only did he get narration, not only was there action and drama, but he also took the time to answer some questions from people. Right. Um. Obviously, we're not Kevin Smith, so getting no. on to Facebook Live is in no way, shape, or form going to benefit <laughs> me in any way, right? But I think it's kind of admirable, admirable in a way that he does kind of uh, gravitate to these new things because you could, he could just live in an insular little bubble and just interact through specific venues and everything else. But uh, and maybe that's probably kind of the point. I think in the part of what makes him interesting is is that humanizing element, maybe. Right. Yeah. Uh, But one of the things that he has said, and I think I saw, not that I'm saying Joe Rogan is is the world's end-all be-all for for news and information. uh, (laughs) But apparently there was a recent uh, study that was published that that basically said low-fat does not equal uh, a healthier lifestyle. Uh, They basically just dropped the uh, science of the stuff that uh, people have been telling us for a while. Uh, or they told us for a while. Then we changed our minds and we said low fat was better. Right, uh, but then we didn't realize the implication of increasing the sugar to make shit actually taste nice. Right. So what they're saying now is that low fat is bullshit. Uh, just uh, eat. Uh, go ahead and eat your fats, uh, but cut out snacking and avoid carbs. That's basically yeah. what they said.
2: Yeah, sh- and, sh- and 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 then the old school equation of burn more than you than you take in
1: exactly and uh and so uh, he he printed that article and and it was interesting because I I heard recently I don't remember where it was uh one of the things that Kevin does is he loves whole milk loves drinking really? whole milk and uh well yeah and one of the things he also said is that recently uh because that's what like that's he doesn't just uh survive Trent he thrives on whole milk <laughs> <laughs> Only true television nerds will know that I actually just quoted an episode of Quantum Leap. Wait, really? Uh, yeah, the uh, the bizarre episode where um, Sam ends up actually leaping back into his own life as a younger child.
2: <gasps> yes, I do remember that one. And he has to play in the basketball game.
1: Oh, well, actually, that was the episode before this one. Oh, okay. Because uh, that one, he, he leaps into his brother then uh but anyway or maybe that was the, that was it maybe it was that he left yeah to and he leaves, into,
2: he leaves into his brother when his uh, as as the vietnam vet where he has that to is. save yeah he has to he has to save um his his partner um shit, what's his name
1: sam no oh, no no um hold on how can we not re- squeaky was the name of the guy in the control yeah,
2: Ziggy, room Ziggy, ziggy's the computer
1: sam and al al, al
2: thank you yes
1: yeah um, Colonel Al. anyway uh <laughs> in that episode he uh oh god what's the guy's the name that played sam we should know him come on
2: he's Um, on one of the
1: ncis's now um or cis dracula no um dracula scott dracula (laughs) scott bacula um he was he was dressed up in old age makeup as his dad
0: yeah and and
1: he he says, son you don't just you can't you don't just survive on whole milk you thrive on whole milk.
2: Yeah, that's right. Because he's like talking shit on whole milk and how it's not and all and it hasn't been blah 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 and everything. Yeah. Trent,
1: um, let me let me remind you a little something, okay? Um, I uh, clearly I just m- pointed at the fact that I remember an episode of Quantum Leap from uh, we're talking well over yeah, twenty dude, years ago now, which
2: is oh, I, like I'm, a- that's awesome.
1: Ask me when my brother Donald's birthday is. <laughs> sometime in may that's the answer my friend (laughs) that's the best i can do for you quantum
2: leap though i've been i've been i've i'm through like season four right now on on the rewatch um god it's it's just i don't know when i turn that show on it just feels right you know it's like it's like it's like soul food you know with with an old quilt it just feels so good
1: Quantum Leap was an interesting combination where it kind of felt like Back to the Future met Star Trek. I think is totally,
2: yeah, yeah, and, and they kept
1: and, and they kept it to actually a very basic concept, uh, which was uh, you got two guys and they're going on adventures and and yep. sometimes they got to get a little techy because one of them's a hologram and people go through them. Yep. Which, by the way, they were like, I could just imagine those. Okay, where are we going to spend the money this episode on the owl shot? Which one is the yeah. owl shot? Who's yeah. walking through Al? What's going yep, through
2: exactly? Al. What 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 car is he going to try and stop? Even though they can't see him,
1: where are we going to do this? We got one shot at this, guys. Every time we got to spend the money on this goddamn thing. Yep. What's going I'll, through Al?
2: I'll tell t- I'll tell you where they didn't uh, waste a lot of money, which is their version of the '90s uh, of of no, the year two. What year was it? Nineteen ninety eight, I think, is what they were projecting on the year that it would happen.
1: Oh no, I think it was sometime in the 2000s. It's probably come and gone, but I believe it yeah, was in the 2000s. But but the, the clothing that they
2: that they anticipate they're wearing. Oh my gosh, it's, there's one episode where um a guy uh, escapes the the holding room um as he switched places and like goes into town or whatever. <laughs> and he meets like a prostitute cuz obviously prostitution is legal at this point in California. <laughs> well, why not? Oh, okay. Anyway, I I'm glad you brought it up because I fucking love Quantum Leap, dude.
1: It, it, it's one of those good shows, but actually, it's also that's one of the that that show was the reason why uh, Star Trek Enterprise uh, apparently had a little extra security around when Scott Bakula got signed on because apparently, really? Homeboy got a rabid fan base from that. No a lot of shit. Oh yeah, a lot of you know, a lot of suburban moms and
2: well, I, I I guess I guess the
1: reply should be. Oh boy. Oh boy, exactly. <laughs> Trent, you know, I, I, can, I can say this. I can honestly uh, say this. And, uh, and this is all I will say on this. Yeah. I'm very thankful that, that we cannot get my wife in any way, shape, or form to get down on a microphone. <laughs> there was a point where USA was re airing uh, <gasps> quantum leap. Yeah uh late 90s and this was uh, this was kind of leading up so in other words there was a they had uh seasons one through almost current and then current was going on at the time Uh uh-huh and i kid you not i had to be home every day at seven o'clock to make sure that the recording happened on
2: yeah that the the auto record actually recorded the time recording actually happened
1: on vhs also I, I sat and I rode pause on them. So oh, I nice. Good for you. So it would be commercial free. Yeah, good for you. And I kid you not, I collected the entire Quantum Leap library on VHS myself. Holy shit, dude. That said, the the things my wife could tell you about my obsession with Quantum Leap, I'm so thankful she'll never get on the
2: microphone.
1: <laughs> we don't get to hear about it on person. In person. <laughs> Look, Trent, I'm not going to say that I drove from Northern California to Southern California to join a group of people outside of NBC studios to try and get the show not canceled. Yes.
2: Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to
1: say that I did that, Trent. Furthermore, I'm not going to say that I took audio from my favorite episodes and put them onto cassette to listen into the car to drive down i'm oh, i didn't do that trent Fuck me that's awesome dude that's I the did, coolest thing i've ever heard i did not pull all of the musical bits that had happened on the show in the past including the the elvis episode and yes. put them into it i didn't do i'm not saying i did these oh, things Trent. oh my gosh dude yeah i i, I uh i clearly um Earlier, when I said maybe you guys should get seek psychological help, I, I really meant your decision <laughs> to even be associated with me. Which, by the yeah. way, after hearing this, this will be the nail in the coffin. I'm telling you right yeah. now, my wife is this just is like, it,
2: now, it just disappeared at this point. Will Wilkins was
1: never heard from again. That was no, no. I that was that this episode 223 <laughs> of Nedheads was the uh, was the beginning of what they call the eventual decline of Will Wilkins. <laughs> Uh, because from that point, the podcast just kept getting sadder and sadder <laughs> as we talk about... Um, by the way, my wife just texted, nerd boy is getting excited, Shh, stop yelling.
2: Oh, shit, see? <laughs> <laughs> you audible, you have to go check your levels at this point. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, no, you want to know... <laughs> i joke about all this because uh actually right today uh, unfortunately my eldest emily uh had a cold and had to stay home from school because oh, man. only because she she's not a wimp and it wasn't like oh i've got a cold no she was no, like you
2: don't want to get the other kids sick
1: well she was also up at four thirty and uh, her Oof. birthday party is this weekend she's turning 13. Uh, uh, i don't, yep. I don't yep. know how the hell that's happening but yep. uh so she was home and they, and she wanted to watch dramas. I mean, she's turning thirteen, yeah. so now it's like okay, we can watch PG thirteen and
2: right, yeah, uh huh.
1: And so one of the episodes, one of the uh, shows, movies. God, what the fuck is wrong with me? Uh One of the movies that was uh, picked uh, to watch was one that we've had sitting around for a while, which is called um, I think it's called Crazy Stupid Love.
2: Yes, uh huh.
1: With Steve Carell, Ryan yeah. Gosling, Emma Stone. Yeah. And and it's uh I, I, I joke about this because I the moment the movie started I just looked at my wife and said don't get any ideas because <laughs> it literally starts out with Steve Carell and uh the the redhead from um, Boogie Nights. Uh, um, yeah, oh. what's well, it's the microphone? It makes us go stupid. Uh, but anyway, so she has his wife in the movie, and he's they're looking at the menu, and I'm like, "So what would you like?" And she says, "A divorce." That's the start of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's really kind of a middle-aged version of, of the British movie, uh, Love Actually.
2: Okay, yeah. I think.
1: Uh, it's one of those ones where you've got uh, different stories going on and characters are going on certain paths. And eventually, everything kind of uh, collates into one point where all of our stories converge. Uh, actually, a really enjoyable movie, i got to admit it.
2: Yeah, it, uh, everyone I've talked to has really, the scene has really enjoyed it.
1: I know, but uh, it, one of those ones where it just, I i don't feel like it ever got any recognition when it did happen.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, but that's, it, that's, that's the fate of all rom-com, man.
1: I guess so. You know, because there's only so many, there's only so much in life you can actually handle seeing Sweet Home Alabama.
2: It's so true.
1: <laughs> I joke about that, but like literally my wife watched it the other day.
2: So yeah, I, I, oh, Which is I, the only reason
1: I, why I remembered Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah,
2: I I I can count I would I can count on multiple appendages how many times I've seen Sweet Home Alabama with a girl.
1: Oh wow, really? That's one yeah, of those ones. It's, huh? it's a
2: go-to, man. Absolutely.
1: Uh, it's like, oh, well, I guess if so, okay, Trent, do you want no, let's not talk about this. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. what are the movies you play to close the deal? But I don't want to yeah. hear that story. <laughs> Uh, And actually, that's one of those things you can tell like when one story is uh, doing a turning point and it's when they and I got to say this movie was really uh, smartly written, Uh, probably Uh not the right way to say it, but mm, uh, it it, only because the the dialogue in one scene, one of the characters, Emma Stones, literally tells us what is going to happen, Uh right? she jokingly says oh i know what this is in the pg-13 version of this this is what happens and it's a pg-13 movie and Maybe, it literally yes. is yeah right on the nose but it would but it played really well uh yeah. so yeah, i guess the takeaway here is <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. easy now don't sneeze on air that's one takeaway <laughs> yeah. hit the sneeze button uh, apparently uh check your volume level when you're getting nerdy about things <laughs> And um, also, uh, Will thought that uh, Crazy Stupid Love was a good movie. Uh, actually, I got to tell you, too, uh, yeah. it was an interesting uh, challenge that they created a character for Ryan Gosling that we were meant to hate, but somehow we end up rooting him. can do for.
2: it, dude. It's the gauze.
1: Yeah, he was... Uh, he was you I can't.
2: It's impossible.
1: I got to admit, I, I want to go back and watch this movie again. I gotta, yeah. I'm not going to lie, Trent. I'm not going to yeah.
2: lie. You, cut, you, cut, you found yourself falling for him.
1: No, I not for oh, no.
2: No, yeah, no, of course not. No, I just think no. there's
0: some
1: there's some good writing in there for me yeah. to catch again.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I guess I don't know. It's anyway, I, uh, I don't know what happened on this episode, but I, I had a good time. Did you? Uh,
2: yeah, I, I would like I would like to think that uh, we knocked it out of the park. Just right to, on to
1: use the bases balls term. Well, the the, the bases balls. You yeah. sound like me, Trent. By the way, <laughs> I'm not saying. I combined the terms, baseline, with line drive to come up with a baseline hit. I think okay? I think
2: that's a thing though, isn't it?
1: I thought so too. No, it's not. There oh. is no such thing as. There's a base hit, right? There's a but, line but, but, drive.
2: But but oh, not but not a baseline hit.
1: Okay, uh, let me tell you, there is. Okay, if the baseline is jamming, and then and then boom, 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 and then boom. and then, hold on and then james brown says hit me boom that's yeah. a baseline hit. Bop,
2: bop. yeah that's in, when your horns hit boom yeah in
1: sports however no such not thing. not a thing but i gotta tell you you make me feel a little bit better trend because you following the baseballs as much if, as i do
2: if you would have said that i i knew exactly what you were talking about yeah in whatever terms we were whatever topic we were talking about i would have seen the applicability and it i it wouldn't have jolted me you look
1: at that—the way he hit that. That ball is parallel yeah. to the baseline. Clearly, that yeah. is a baseline hit.
2: Yeah, and he hit it
1: exactly. It, oh, it, by the it, way,
2: it was a—it was, was a drive down the baseline.
1: Very, thank you very much. God, yeah. you, see, this is the reason why you've been around this just long, saying, because man. You're like, I just got to help this whole poor hapless. No, dude,
2: fuck. I think I think you're you're just fine on this one.
1: By the way, uh, going in blind, Ryan Connolly I'm sorry. I did not see that the uh, the phones was ringing, but uh, here's his message. Hopefully. Oh, this should be interesting. If it plays, you know, sometimes. We'll see. NetHead's time used to mean like 10 o'clock on a Sunday, 11 o'clock on a Sunday, maybe even midnight. But, man, NetHead's time has come to be known as whenever Will and Trent decide to get together, which is pure. Cheer- Awesome on your guys' part. For
2: somebody like me who works retail and doesn't have this set schedule, hashtag life. you know, it's a (laughs) pre-release party here at the store for Madden 2016,
1: and you guys go on air, and I miss it because I'm busy setting up. I can't even call in because you guys are done already. Well, have fun, guys. This is Ryan. Peace out. (laughs) That was well played because... Uh, Uh, actually no we weren't already done sorry ryan i i was i was so busy either if you watch the video folks i don't know why for some reason when we're talking maybe it's because i don't want to look at myself when i'm talking but i don't eyes. none of us do i look down or i close my eyes and also what with the uh whatever pain that i've got going on right now my i I don't have a lot of range of motion. good lord i just wasn't looking at the wrong time so i'm sorry uh, anyway, uh, but thank you for leaving a message, and you can yeah, too. thanks for leaving NetHeads a message.
2: And yeah, any if you if you want to you know leave us a message during the week, and you know so in the hopes that we'll play it later, we just might just give a call, leave a message.
1: Yes, please do. Uh, that's Netheads on air, and if you want to follow us on Twitter, Trent is a part of him. I am Nethead WW. The show is Netheads on air, and you've been listening to another edition of Netheads brought to you by the fine folks purveying at one fabulous, wonderful website. Trent, where is that? Only, folks. Smodcast.com.
2: This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker.
1: Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal
0: with it. Netheads.
2: Netheads.
0: Netheads. NetHeads.
2: We'll be back
0: soon. Goodbye. this has been a production of smodco internet radio sir only at smodcast.com yeah i uh
1: (laughs) boy it's so funny the way the different times we do this uh the way it can just impact or or alter the tone of the show i guess
2: yeah i mean i mean we didn't mention trump once
1: no well (laughs) I, I don't think we need to, I, but you know, yeah. I, but you got to admit one of the things, I mean, aside from a slight tirade that happened in the last, uh, 24 hours, uh, <clears throat> I think they've done a pretty good job reeling him in.
2: Yeah. His handle. Yeah. Whoever he brought on now to, you know, put him in place is, I think is doing a better job. Well,
1: you I don't think you jamming. should say putting in place, but obviously it's somebody that knows how to talk to him and get a message across.
2: Yeah. That, that says you can't, you can't say it that way. Come up with a better way to say it
1: you know I, I was I was thinking about it too and this is is one of those things that I don't it'll be interesting to see the way history tells this but Ugh. you know a, a lot of things going on early on in this in this campaign when after the uh, conventions uh, that I find interesting is that in, in many ways uh, Trump was his own worst enemy and yep. and you notice now, yep. He is is being quiet and there are other things popping up about like Clinton's emails and Clinton's foundation, yep. which we're now able to hear because the thumping of the Trump drum isn't yeah. happening.
2: Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, folks, I think
1: Netheads should be the third party. Uh absolutely positively not. Right Clearly. right in
2: right in Netheads for Clint, 2016.
1: I, I'm not saying I drove down to try and save a date buying TV show. <laughs> But that is not the type of person you try and put in charge of a country. (laughs)